0: grand rising to all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever it is that you are on this globe. How are you? So let's kick today off with I can't say it any other way, but that way. And I'm gonna do a story time. So this morning, I was feeling myself. I got up, I got dressed. I showed up for myself today. I was showing up and showing out, you know? I got on my social media, I was joking around. I made a few videos, and I uploaded them. So earlier on in the afternoon, I received a phone call from a friend from a while ago. And we keep in communication here and there. I'm usually doing the reaching out, and just, you know, just to make sure that they're okay. But today, she called me. I said, all right, cool, you know, what's up? She was like, do you have time to talk? I said, yeah, I'll make some time. So I sat there and I, I, I made time for her. And in the midst of our conversation, she tells me about her roommates. And I already know about this, you know, one gentleman roommate. And I also heard about the other couple have a child. Well, today I find out that this child is special needs. And she commences to tell me how this child is treated and the comportment of the child. And as she's telling me heart there was a, a strong feeling in my heart and immense sadness and anger started to bubble up within me you know And I'm like okay what about the situation is real triggering And it's because it's a child with special needs. First and foremost, I have always said this and I will say this till my dying day. I only protect children and the elderly because children can't defend themselves and the elderly find it extremely difficult to defend themselves because of old age. So as she is telling me how these roommates are ignoring their child, ignoring the needs of their child, how this child is pretty much sequestered into a room. And when the child is out and about in society and in the world, she is happy, she is they're looking outside, he or she is looking outside. And I'm like, oh, okay. But the moment the child realizes that they're on their way back to their home, the child throws immense tantrums, is not wanting to enter the domicile. And in that moment, I said to my friend, I said the reason why the child is conducting itself in that way is because it's not happy within the home. And it's understanding that they're going back to being locked up in a room to where they have no access to anything or anyone. And she said that even in the summertime, that where they live, you can see a playground outside. And the mother refuses to take the child outside to play. And I instantly got even more angry and increasingly sad. I said, yo, you are, you are living within these walls. You are, you are seeing the abuse and neglect of a special needs child and you are doing absolutely nothing, but you're going to get on the phone and you're going to gossip to me about it. I'm sorry. No, I was so infuriated. I said, I am pissed. No way. Am I going to sit here? and allow you to talk to me about a situation that you, living within the domicile, can rectify. That you can fix, but are complacent and don't want to make waves. Guess what? Absolutely not. You're a mother. You're a grandmother at that. Looking at a child and knowing what you know. How would you feel if that was your grandchild? And you're allowing it to be in an abusive environment. You may not be the abuser, but the fact that you're not doing anything to advocate for that child, you're complacent in the negligence of her parents, of their parents. And any other adult within that domicile that is watching Is complacent with the behavior. So don't sit here and tell me that it takes a village to raise a child and there is a child within your village and you're watching it burn. So don't give me fake outrage because I will call you out on it. especially when you know from first-hand experience what it is to have someone call Child Protective Services, DCF, DIFIS, whatever acronym you call it in your state, falsely. You know what it is to have false accusations paused upon your person. But what you are witnessing is not false witness. It's first-hand accounts. And you're doing nothing. So no, I will not entertain our conversations. Yes, I will hang up the fucking phone and be glad that I don't currently know where you reside. I only know the city and the state. Because had I known Being a mandated reporter, I would report because that is a child that cannot advocate for itself. And as a community member, you are failing the child. You are failing your community. I said what I said and I stand by it. If you know of anyone going through similar situations and you do nothing, you're part of the fucking problem. You're part of the problem. If you are fearful of retaliation, You can call anonymously. You can call anonymously if you are in fear of retaliation. So there's no excuse. And I wash my hands and leave you where you are. Because I will not lower my standards and meet you where you are complacent. I refuse. And this goes for any type of abuse. If it is on a child, if it is on an elderly person, if it is on a spouse. Male, female, non-binary, gay, straight, bent, Queer, black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian, if you are an abuser, and I find out, I will report. And the difference between me and most is that I don't hide when I report. I believe in It Takes a Village. I also believe that this village needs healing and hiding and protecting abusers, pedophiles, rapists, does not contribute to healing. It does not contribute to healing. And abuse has no class. It has no race. It has no color. It goes across the board. It hits every social class. It hits humanity square in the face. And my question to everyone, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it?